0: This podcast is part of the
1: Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com.
0: The dark side is a pathway to many abilities some may consider to be scuttlebutt. Scuttlebutt. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe.
1: Fun! <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Scarf Scuttlebutt Podcast. I am Brad here in, well, I'd say sunny Charleston, but right now it's pretty dark out there. But nonetheless, it's pretty beautiful out there, not as beautiful as Scarif, but uh, excited to be here. We got some great topics to talk about on this episode, and with me, as always, is the scuttle to my butt i had to reverse it there yes <laughs> there you go how is uh my scuttle doing ro how are you
0: i am doing fantastic uh you know we we should have one of those uh air horns here because i love your introductions it's like boop 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 oh <laughs> the scare of scuttlebutt thank you guys for joining us and brad thank you very much for that uh wonderful introduction i am stoked i am excited to talk about this topic uh we got a good one tonight
1: yeah, you know, we 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 said we were going to talk about it, and then as I was looking into it and developing some show notes, I think this might be even more interesting than we originally thought. And of course, we've talked about this particular topic uh, throughout, I think, all of our shows because it's impossible to talk about Star Wars without talking about the Force. But I don't believe we've ever had a episode uh, ex- explicitly dedicated to the Force. So on this episode of the scarabscope but we're going to be dissecting the force what is the force how can the force be used uh, there are some old ways of the force that we've we, we've seen it being used and we there are some new ways and some unusual ways that we've seen the force being used we're going to talk about all those things even uh, some uh, slight spoilers from the new high Republic book light of the Jedi we'll get into that just a little bit and uh, we'll talk about our favorite ways to Use the Force. Yes, a Jedi's strength flows from the Force. But beware of the dark side. Anger, fear, aggression. The dark side of the Force are they. Easily they flow, quick to join you in a fight. If once you start down the dark path, forever will it dominate your destiny,
0: consume you it will, as it did Obi-Wan's apprentice. Vader,
1: is the dark side stronger? No, no. Busier, more seductive. So are you ready to get
0: into it? Let's get into it. What the force, Brad?
1: What the force, indeed. (laughs) <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we were introduced to the force right away in star Wars now entitled star Wars, a new hope. You know, uh, originally we didn't know very much about the force. Uh, obviously George Lucas, uh, wanted, uh, didn't want uh, star Wars to be a religion. So he kept the force kind of broad. Um, and, uh, it's sort of a mixture of different religions. It's a little bit of everything. Um, but, uh, you know, according to Obi-Wan, it's a, energy uh, energy force that surrounds us, it binds us, uh, penetrates us. Uh, We know it's created by all living beings. You know, in the discussions um, between Obi-Wan and Luke Skywalker, we know that uh, it will uh, will help guide you, but it will also listen to you and uh, follow uh, your will as well. Um, so, uh, it's, it's a pretty broad topic. And then, uh, obviously we get a bit of a deeper understanding of the force and empire strikes back and Luke Skywalker's time on Dagobah in his two week crash course, uh, to all things, Jedi and all things, the force, uh, Yoda went into some more detail about what the force means. Um, and, uh, for a while that was the explanation that we had, uh, of the force. And now of course we know a little bit more about it. But, uh, you know, when you saw uh, Star Wars uh, back in the day, what did you you think about it? Did you think you would see it in all the different ways that we see it being used now? Or, you know, what what, what did it mean to you originally?
0: You know, that's a great question. Obviously, as a seven, eight-year-old kid, uh, what the hell do we know uh, about spirituality? We were uh, into the spaceships and the laser swords and all that was really cool. And uh, as kids, you know, we don't think about those things, but obviously as you grow older, as you become adults, you kind of, uh, you know, pick apart these movies and the concepts and the ideology a little bit uh, closer and uh, with uh, a lot more detail. And obviously knowing, you know, as an adult, knowing uh, what George Lucas was into uh, as a student, I think the force is, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, I think he definitely introduced, I know you you mentioned the fact that, you know, he didn't want the force to become a, a religion. Uh, spoiler, uh, a lot of people think of it as a religion. <clears throat> and, um, you know, I, obviously I think uh, to a point, rightfully so, because it does have kind of that uh, Judeo-Christian feel to it uh, about an all-powerful, all uh, you know, encompassing uh, energy field that surrounds us. So it, it's kind of an interesting thing when you come and think about it. Uh, you know, Star Wars is definitely uh, has have given us some really, really great ideas. I think the Force is one that uh, really resonates with a lot of people. You know, we we want to believe in something bigger than ourselves, and the Force is kind of a good introduction for for young people, uh, especially during the time during the '70s. We had a lot of stuff going on. Uh, politically and socially, Uh, so obviously George Lucas wanted to give young people, you know, something new to kind of uh, hang their hat on as far as hope, and uh, Star Wars and The Force, I think, uh, really, you know, kind of laid the groundwork for a new way of thinking.
1: Yeah, are are you a bit surprised about how the phrase, use the Force, uh, how that blew up uh, following the first movie?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised because, you know, the movie was such a hit, obviously. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things that uh, became part of the American culture, a part of the, uh, you know, the lexicon of of American language. You know, very similar to Beam Me Up Scotty. You know, you've got Use the Force and things like that, that kind of creep into, you know, some of the pop culture items creep into the lexicon of Americana. Uh, So, I, I you know obviously being a star Wars fan and being a geek, really, I, I love the fact that a lot of these, you know, IPs kind of, uh, have certain things that universally are known, whether you are a star Wars fan or not, you know, you know, may the force be with you, you know, use the force, Luke, I am your father. I mean, stuff like that. It, it's, uh, it's really cool. Even my wife knows use the force and she, you know, she's only seen star Wars like once back in, back when you know, it was released and never looked back and doesn't think about it
1: uh, obviously as much as I do. I'm not quite sure how that's uh, possible in your household, but I'll <laughs> take your word for it. I have a bad feeling about this. I don't sense anything. It's not about the mission master. It's something elsewhere, elusive. Don't center on your anxieties, Obi-Wan. Keep your concentration here and now where it belongs. But Master Yoda said I should be mindful of the future. But not at the expense of the moment. Be mindful of the living force, young Padawan. Yes, Master.
0: Absolutely, Brad. So let's talk about the more traditional ways that we've seen the Force used. I know, you know, we were introduced to the Force uh, with the original trilogy. We've got a lot of projects since that, and we'll get to that. But, uh, you know, what are... Uh, some of the ways uh, that we've seen the force used, uh, especially some of the newer ways. What do you think about that? How are? What's your favorite way of using the force?
1: Well, we'll we'll, we'll get to that all in good time. All in good time. Uh, we have a, we have a lot of uh, lot to unpack on this one. And uh, I think you know when we talk about this, I think it'd be cool to see who we think uh, use these powers the best, either on screen or off screen. I think some are pretty obvious, but maybe some not so much. But, yeah, like you said, we'll, we'll talk about the more traditional ways first. And uh, I think you can't think of the Force without thinking first of the Jedi mind trick. Um, we first saw it in uh, Episode 4. Uh, they're in, uh, you know, on Tatooine, Moss Eisley. These are not the droids you're looking for. Again, one of those classic lines that you can't forget now. And, uh, you know, they that, that, and that set it off right there with Obi-Wan using the Jedi mind trick and uh, learn later that's uh, uh, really only good for the weak-minded. I guess apparently there are a lot of weak-minded individuals throughout the galaxy. Seems to be pretty effective. So, yeah, I think Jedi Mind Trick is up there. Uh, Who do do you think was the best with the Jedi Mind Trick? You know, I'd have to say Obi-Wan Kenobi. I mean, we saw
0: him, you know, avoid Imperial troops uh, when we first met him on Tatooine. I think, uh, you know, everybody... Yeah, you know, even in the real world, you 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 want to kind of uh, you know pull that uh, trick out of your hat, do a Jedi mind trick every so often. I know it would come handy in my business and in the real world. So yeah, uh, it, it's it's interesting. You know, somebody, one of our followers, and we'll get to it. You know, s- says uh, that it, it would uh, be an interesting thing psychologically to see who picks what type of mind trick. I'm sorry, what what type of force power? Um, but, uh, you know, I I think the Jedi mind trick was, uh, was, was well done, uh, by Obi-Wan Kenobi. And obviously we see that being used later on in, uh, the rest of the film. So, uh, I'd have to say Obi-Wan.
1: I'm going to disagree, you know, for, I think he held the title for a long time, but, uh, I'm going to go with Ray on this one because obviously we know Ray, uh, was very strong in the force being a descendant of Palpatine himself or however you want to look at that, uh, family that, that bloodline. But, uh, obviously she, she caught onto the force very quick and uh, I think the Jedi mind trick was the first one that, uh, first force power that she really used. And then, uh, it got even more powerful through, uh, eight and nine. And by nine, she had pretty much mastered the Jedi mind trick and was able to trick those, uh, first order stormtroopers pretty easily. Uh, when they got aboard that, uh, that ship. So yeah, Obi-Wan or or Rey, I think uh, probably top the list for the Jedi mind trick. Um, So we got that, we got the force push, uh, pull, uh, you know, blocking uh, lasers. Um, We saw uh, some uh, newer powers being used uh, when we got the prequels, when we got episode one, they added uh, enhanced speed and, and the force jump. Uh, You know, my son mentioned the force jump. uh, We were trying to brainstorm all the different ways we've seen the force being used. And I think a lot of people may have missed those. They weren't. I mean, they were sort of subtle in uh, the Phantom Menace. They used the force to uh, take off running uh, when the uh, destroyer droids were there. Um, And then Obi-Wan used the force to enhance his jump there um, during the duel of the fates uh, with uh, Darth Maul. Uh, We saw him use it a couple times to enhance his jump. So those are a couple more ways the force is being used. Um, And then uh, Premonition, that was probably, it's one of the deeper ones. Uh, Master Yoda talks about this, both in the prequels. And then uh, he originally talks about these in Empire Strikes Back uh, with, uh, you know, you'll be able to see friends long gone and you'll be able to see the future or possible futures. He mentions the future is always in motion so we have premonition as being uh, one of the powers but uh how about force lightning who who do you think was the best at using force <laughs> lightning throughout the movies or off screen uh oh,
0: that's got to be papa palps uh you know again you know going back to the original trilogy it's the trilogy that uh lives in my uh in my mind rent free and uh papa palps uh using that force uh energy to uh you know subdue Luke Skywalker towards the end of uh re- your favorite uh, of the trilogies uh, of the uh, episodes here return of the jedi i I think uh he was a master manipulator but he was also a master of the dark side of the force
1: yep uh, I would say honorable mention on that one uh, count dooku use uh force lightning pretty well uh himself uh episode two especially uh, in his uh short skirmish that he had with his former master uh, Yoda there at the end of the movie. And then, uh, you know, wound, uh, rounding out the traditional list is the Force Choke. Obviously, we see your boy using it all the time. Vader, the fleet has moved out to flight speed and we're preparing to... Feeling sorry for uh, people like Admiral Ozzel and uh, others uh, throughout the original trilogy is the Force Choke. Uh, used by vader we also see it being used uh, a little bit by his son uh, luke skywalker in return of the jedi uh in jabba's palace uh if anybody says he was doing anything else they're they're not watching the same movie that i always saw
0: yeah there was a little controversy uh a couple months ago regarding that wasn't there
1: yeah uh you know a few months back uh one of the Star Wars employees say, no, he wasn't choking him. He was just influencing his mind to make him believe like he was choking. <laughs> and I failed to see the difference in those two. <laughs> exactly.
0: Alternative I'll, I'll so, facts, my friend. Alternative facts. Right,
1: right. However you <laughs> want to look at it, we make up the facts as we need. So, you know, that, and that begs a good question before we come up with some of the uh, newer uh, ways we've seen the force being used. Uh, when we talk about force lightning or uh, force choking, even the Jedi mind trick, uh, it's called Jedi mind trick, but uh, obviously Sith can use this as well. So do you believe that force powers in and of themselves, can they be light side, dark side, or are can they be inherently good or evil? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Or are they just uh, ways to use the force? You
0: know, it's it's a great question. I think like anything, like any tool that exists or any force that exists, it depends on the user, depends on the uh, the, the person behind the action. Um, I, I think that's the simplest answer. I know we talk about dark side and light side. We had a great episode a while back talking about the balance of the force. But uh, it, uh, it I, I think it really depends on who's using it and for what purpose. There are obviously, you know, uh, circumstances that require you to use a certain, you know, defense motion or a de- defense mechanism. Uh, but it just really depends on, on on your intent, I think, in the real world as well as the uh, fictional world of, uh, of Star Wars.
1: Yeah, and I think Jedi mind trick might be a misnomer. We see plenty of Sith using mind tricks as well. And as you said, uh, I think it depends on what you're using it for. Uh, Luke did choke the uh, Gamorrean guards, but he only did it to the extent where they were just rendered unconscious. He didn't uh, completely kill
0: them. A little little love tap there.
1: Yeah, just a little uh, get out of my way, you know, Uh, but uh, not enough to do permanent damage. Um, But uh, I would... You know, Ray used, uh, well, accidentally uh, used uh, lightning in, in the Rise of Skywalker. She was able to stay on the, the light path, obviously continuously tempted by the dark side, being a descendant of Palpatine. But uh, she was able to use the, the the lightning and stay on the path. So, yeah, I'm kind of with you. I think it depends on the intent behind the, uh, the use of that force ability. I don't think anything is inherently good or evil. It just depends on what you're using it for. So, uh,
0: so out of the uh, force powers that you just mentioned, uh, which, uh, which one is your personal favorite?
1: Well, I mean, I got to say the Jedi mind trick Uh, out of these ones. These are, it's not my favorite force power. We'll get to what my favorite is, uh, which is a very interesting one. Kind of odd, but out of the more traditional uses of the force, I would definitely say the Jedi mind trick. I don't think there's, a scenario where that wouldn't come in handy, uh, I would worry that if I had that ability, uh, I might uh, abuse it. I think it might <laughs> it might get too easy. Um, as somebody said on Twitter, there, I mean, there's a lot of idiots out there, and uh, sometimes it might be much more efficient if you Jedi mind trick them and uh, speed things along. If they suddenly see your way uh, of things real quickly, but uh, how about you? What what is your favorite of the more traditional uses of the the Force?
0: You know, I think I would have to go with force push. Um, there are, you know, some, <laughs> some really cool things that you can do uh, by force pushing or pulling or blocking. I mean, obviously, you know, the first one comes to mind. Uh, you know, I don't want to get up to get the remote. Uh, I can use the force and just kind of like, you know, call it my way. Uh, uh, but all joking aside, I think uh, force push is pretty cool. I think it's uh, definitely one of the Force powers that I would like to have. Um, but, uh, you know, th- there's quite a few. And, and you know, growing up on the original trilogy, uh, I didn't think that new Force powers would be introduced uh, with the subsequent films, and we'll get to those. Um, but it's, uh, it's really interesting to see how the Force is being introduced, uh, especially, you know, obviously we've got, all the stuff that happened in the Mandalorian, you got the force uh, healing and things like that. So that that's, that's all pretty interesting.
1: Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned healing. Uh, we saw Grogu doing it in the Mandalorian. That was after seeing Ray doing the forced healing in the rise of Skywalker um, before previously. Uh, and I think this is mostly EU material. Um, maybe some Canon material you know, using the force to heal sometimes was considered a dark side ability. Um, cause you're, you're influencing life and that sort of thing. Um, but, uh, I, I, I don't agree with that myself. I think Grogu and Ray both use it in a, a positive manner. Um, so I don't think that's a dark side ability. Um, you know, Anakin now, if you try, try to take it to the extreme, like Anakin did, you know, Anakin wanted to stop people from dying he knew about influencing midi-chlorians and that sort of thing. He wanted to stop people from dying using the Force. I think that's taking it to the extreme and, and you know that's when it gets corrupted. So yeah, we have Force healing. Um, that was really cool to see on screen, both the big screen and the little screen. One of the new ways we see the Force being used, and this is a spoil alert, um, if you haven't started reading The High Republic and The Light of the Jedi by Charles Soule, by the way, congratulations to him. Uh, we get He's got a number one uh, New York Times bestseller on his hands with The Light of the Jedi, so a lot of people are enjoying that book, and rightfully so. Charles Soule has done so much for the Star Wars universe. But, uh one of the main characters, if not the main character, from uh that uh story, uh Jedi master avar Chris uh she uses it uh in a very interesting way. Um, number one, she can hear singing in the force as she describes it, so she can sort of hear melodies she she uh understands the force as a song, and the way she understands situation is uh what do the notes sound like and she even figured out you know we talk about disturbance in the force the way she understood that is uh, notes were missing in a song so that was a very interesting way of describing the force but beyond that um, she's basically a um, sort of a uh, a 5g uh, hub uh, a networking uh, tower for the force which is amazing. Uh, she can uh, not only sense uh, the force being used all around her. If, if she's surrounded by Jedi, she can feel them using the force. But not only that, she can help them get in sync and sort of link up and then use that you know, that synergistic effect to amplify all of their force abilities towards a certain goal. And uh, I think that is an extraordinary uh, – the way that Charles Soule is able to describe that in the book – um, it's, it's sort of a complex thought, but he, he makes it easy to digest. And, uh, I think that's an amazing ability. Don't you think it's a pretty cool way of using the force?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, George Lucas obviously set it up by, uh, saying that, uh, it was an energy force that surrounds us. I can kind of see, you know, the, the next logical step as far as the harmony or the harmonious way of, of existing, you know, the, the way that life generates, Uh, you know, this, this life force, I think it's a great way. And, uh, you know, being able to communicate with other Jedi through the singing aspect or the harmony of, uh, uh, you know, of that connection, I think is a great way, like you said, to, to describe that force power. I think it's pretty cool.
1: Yep. And the last one that I want to cover as far as new ways that we've seen the force being used is my favorite way. And if I had to choose one force ability, this would be it. And uh, it's, known as uh, psychometry, and we've seen it previously used by Jedi Master Quinlan Voss, both in the EU, and he has this ability in canon as well. Um, and we've seen it used, if, if you read the young adult um, novel Force Collector that came out a couple years ago, uh, the main character in that, Car Nook Sin, uh, a young man uh, who started, uh, he's Force-sensitive, he kind of discovered this ability on accident, um, but it ended up guiding his, uh, his path from that. But anyway, uh, with this ability of psychometry, you're able to touch any item, and through the force, uh, you're able to see the history of that item. Um, and actually, Ray has this ability to some extent as well. We saw this... In The Force Awakens especially, she touches uh, Luke's lightsaber, or if you want to, you know, ultimately it was Anakin's lightsaber. uh, And just by touching it, she got the entire storyline of everything that lightsaber has been through. um, From, you know, when he wielded it as a uh, Jedi to, you know, the darker times, and then being in Luke's hands as well, and, uh, you know, Cloud City and everything else. Quinlan Voss had this ability, able to touch an item and able to see the complete history. And not only that, you know, you see the visions, but you also feel the emotions that were attached to that object as well. And uh, I just think that's an extremely powerful tool and, uh, you know, being a Uh, history buff myself i think that would just be extraordinary and i think you would get limitless knowledge out of that uh that ability
0: you know brad it's funny that you mentioned psychometry we had a few of our friends leave us a voicemail and it seems like it's a force power that resonates with some folks (laughs) resonates you see what i did there okay so let's hear from our friend trevor 454 and Todd over at WSTR Galactic Public Access. But you did mention The Force Awakens, and I've got thoughts about that after we listen to this. Check it out.
1: Have an incoming transmission from the Scarif Scuttlebutt hotline, Commander! And we can't withstand a voicemail of this magnitude! This is Trevor Beast 454 When it comes to Force powers, I've always been intrigued by the Psychometry ability. First seen by Quinlan Voss in the Clone Wars episode Hunt for Zero, Psychometry allows the user to experience a glimpse of an object's past simply by touching it. I for sure enjoy touching a $20 bill, and learn who last purchased something with it, and potentially, what they bought with the 20. I mean, that power would be awesome to have at a lost and found bin. It's a very underrated force ability, and one I'd be excited to use anytime I want to learn more about a nearby object, whether I'm out in public, or at a friend's house. And if I had psychometric force powers, I'd probably do my best to keep that a secret, because if everyone knows that I have it, it wouldn't be nearly as fun. Hi, this is Todd Hoffman from WSTR Galactic Public Access. Roe is asking about force powers, and I am going with an unusual one called psychometry or force echo, where you would f- be able to feel. Objects or visions through or feel the force through objects and visions and I think that would be really kind of a cool thing Um, It might get annoying because you would touch everything be like oh this was here and this was there but um, I think it'd just be a very interesting and fun Force power that if used wisely can be a, a cool thing to do and have as a Jedi so that would be my pick for a force power Thanks. Keep up the great work.
0: I'm a little bit uh, disappointed in the force awakens because they did introduce that force ability. I think it was really cool. Um, But uh, you know, going back to, to the novelization, I know JJ had some plans of reshooting that big battle between Luke Skywalker and uh, Darth Vader on cloud city they even hired an actor. They had some uh, promotional stills and uh, it would have been great. Uh, I know Ray touched the lightsaber and you can see some flashbacks and flash forwards of of the life of a lightsaber. Uh, I don't think that they, uh, they executed that well enough. I, I think they could have gone a little bit deeper into that force power to maybe explain it a little bit more. And then maybe, I don't know, uh, try to get some sort of, uh, information or worth out of that. But, uh, it, it, it I think it came and went, uh, why but it went past too, way too fast for, for general audiences to kind of, you know, see what was going on. I think, uh, it should have been teased out a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's a great way to learn about something, uh, from the past, uh, especially in the star Wars world. But, uh, psychometry huh D- didn't the cia have something to do with that some sort of manchurian situation there i'm I, yeah I, I, yeah uh, something 1954 like
1: that. it's been <laughs> declassified mk ultra we won't we won't go there nobody <laughs> wants to hear that stuff yeah, i'm just a conspiracy nut um but yeah you're right it did come and go really fast in the in the uh, film if you want to get a little bit more detail on it the novelization of the force awakens does go into a bit more detail on what she saw throughout those images and what she heard as well. Obviously we heard a lot of voices in there. uh, You know, Obi-Wan being the most prevalent voice that we heard in there, which was awesome because it was a mixture of Ewan McGregor and Alec Guinness's voices together uh, to to, uh, make the word Ray. And that was really awesome. Um, the fact that they took a, uh, you remember what I can't remember which word it was. Uh, it was either gray or some word like that. They were able to edit an old Alec Guinness word to to make it Ray. Yeah, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, but it it affected her to to the extent where she no longer wanted to touch that lightsaber because of everything that came with it. And I, you know, now that you say that, I I kind of agree with you because I guess somehow she was able just to live with that. Later on, it wasn't. <laughs> Wasn't a big deal.
0: I mean, imagine seeing, you know, the killing of of younglings uh, through those visions. Imagine seeing everything that Vader did or Anakin did as Vader. I mean, that, that would have been a really powerful moment
1: in that film. And I, I think they glossed over it. Yeah. And, you know, that does go to show how powerful she was. And, uh, you know, the, um, you know, give her credit for being able to actually overcome that and being being able to wield that saber. Uh, having embraced all that, uh, so yeah, uh, that that's a really cool. so uh, did did I miss anything? I, th- I think those are all the the major ways the forces has been used. I can't think of anything else off the top of my head. we we but uh, something I looked into it, those are all the ones that we came up with.
0: Yeah, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, right off the bat, uh, we still talking about The Force Awakens. You had the laser bolt that was suspended in uh, mid-fire by uh, Kylo Ren. That was really cool. That was like one of the first times we've seen anybody use the Force that way. Uh, Again, you know talking about dark side powers, it just depends on, you know, who uses it. But, uh, you know, we we were able to talk to uh, or, or ask some of our listeners and followers on Twitter as far as what force powers they'd like to have. And we got some pretty good answers. Uh, I, I, I liked, uh, for the most part, I liked, you know, the fact that people were really thinking about that. Um, and uh, let's go through some of those answers because I think uh, it might surprise to learn uh, how, you know, how the force really is is uh, envisioned by a lot of our followers.
1: Yeah, you're right. We did get some really good answers on that. Uh, also surprised, they did put a lot of thought, quick answers, but a lot of thought being put into those answers. Uh, Stephen Patrick Helm, uh, at Steve O says stuff on Twitter. Uh, force inspire. I thought this one was really cool. Yeah. Uh, force inspire, the ability to uplift and unite those around you towards a just cause. Now we see that again, we mentioned, uh, master, uh, Jedi master, uh, Avar Chris in the light of the Jedi kind of along the lines of the power that she has. But, uh, I think force inspired, that would be an amazing, I would love to see that on screen and, uh, I tell you what, how, how that could change a battle right away. And I think that would come in handy in today's society. Uh, I think we need that more than ever. Uh, <laughs> yeah we first we have to find a just cause, and then after that we'll we'll force inspire.
0: well, that's the funny thing. I think uh, I don't know who said it. Uh, I responded that uh, based on you know influencing people that it could get a little tricky because you know, who's the one that's being influenced, and what is that cause? So it,
1: it, it you know bit <laughs> subjective.
0: Yeah, so it could get a little tricky, uh, a little sticky there, uh, so it's kind of a weird thing there. But yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much, Stephen Patrick Helm.
1: Well, it takes us back to, you know, one of our original talking points. It depends on who's using the Force power. Um, you know, a, a Sith can think that they have all the just causes in the world, but uh, not necessarily so. So yeah, that one's, uh could get a bit dangerous, but I, I like uh, where his head's at on that one.
0: Absolutely. And uh, I guess uh, it's something that uh, we uh, try to do even uh, through uh, all of our dealings with Red 5 Network and uh, our scarf Scuttlebutt podcast. Hopefully we inspire Uh, you guys to go out and uh, do things uh, the right way. So thank you guys for that. Thank you very much for that. We also got, uh, again, uh, hot off the press, Hoth off the press. He's got uh, a wonderful uh, podcast that uh, he just started, but uh, friends of ours. So this one is close to my heart. And I think.
1: uh... (laughs) No, I don't agree. I don't agree with this one.
0: He says uh, he would love to use uh, force lightning to disable cars that go over the speed limit. And at first I thought he was talking about my favorite game. It's old, but need for speed. Uh, we to tend to do that. a little, <laughs> yeah, I always have to bring that up, but, uh, yeah, he, he must've been driving somewhere and somebody pissed him off, but, uh, you know, road rage can, uh, turn, um, you know, into something very dangerous and, uh, we don't, uh, we don't endorse force lightning uh, while you're
1: driving. Yeah, and I don't think Teslas would really appreciate force lightning being used <laughs> no, on them. Not uh, at it all. It might, might be an explosive situation. So thank you, Luke, for that comment. Uh, Darth Vengeance, we kind of mentioned this one earlier, uh, would use the Jedi mind trick because uh, he says uh, too many people don't think for themselves, so he will do it for them. Uh yeah, I can see where you're going with that. But that might I mean you 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 do have Darth in your name. So, yeah, I understand where you're coming from. Uh yeah, and uh, uh easier, quicker, more seductive is the dark side. So, uh, I can see where you're going with that one.
0: Exactly. And from one Darth to another Vader, Matt Vader 74, the force power that uh Tongue in Cheek uh he wants to be able to use is uh, a force to try and forget the last Jedi. But that's neither here nor there. hey oh.
1: hey Yeah, Matt couldn't uh, couldn't resist. Uh, I'm, sure, yeah, exactly. I'm sure it took him about two seconds to come up with that uh, <laughs> that ability. Uh, maybe it'll get used in the High Republic coming up, Matt, but uh, don't hold your breath on that one. But uh, you can't end it with Matt Vader because we like to end things on positive <laughs> notes here on the But So uh, we'll take uh, one from Rebel Scum Texan. Uh, says to, quote, manifest myself after death to assist the living connecting with non sentient creatures as well. Uh, so yeah, we, uh, my son mentioned that as well. And, uh, the force ghost is that, a, I guess that's a force ability, uh, or a way the force can be used, but, uh, yeah, I think a, a force ghost, uh, will be, uh, w- would be cool. And, uh, speaking of which, uh, we have the Obi-Wan series, uh, now, uh, nearing production and, uh, Liam Neeson trying to, Cause a stir saying he would like to come back as Qui-Gon Jinn in that series. So I think that's a great segue to that. Uh, Would you like to see Qui-Gon? Well, I guess this is a rhetorical question. Would you like to see Liam Neeson come back as Qui-Gon in the Obi-Wan series? Hells yes.
0: I would love to see and hear him. Uh, I think the Obi-Wan Kenobi series uh has a great potential to to really do something special. Obviously, you know, Ewan McGregor uh had been hiding it for a better part of the year that he was actually in the works uh on this series. And when he came out uh, you know, with uh Kathleen Kennedy and said, Okay, uh Obi-Wan is back and I'm playing him, I mean you know, uh, you know, heart palpitations all around. But uh, I'm looking forward to to the Obi-Wan series. I'm really looking forward to, especially after the fact that they announced that, uh, you know, that Chris, uh, Hayden Christensen is going to come back and play uh, the role of Anakin. Uh, I don't know how they're going to do it. You know, I know there's been a little controversy as far as uh, making Darth Vader face Obi-Wan even before their confrontation in A New Hope. Um, I, you know, I don't know if it's going to be a flashback, if, if Anakin's going to be Anakin, you know, during the clone wars, or if it's going to be Darth Vader, although Kathleen Kennedy did say that it's going to be a rematch to end all rematches. So, you know, there's all, all intents and purposes says that, you know, he's actually going to be Darth Vader. Um, I don't really have a problem with that. You know, I, I don't, you know, that, that discussion that they had in a new hope could have been, um.
1: Could have been any uh, any fight. No, no, mom, no, no. I I was, but I was, but a learner. Come on, there's no way Vader would have called himself a learner ten years after Revenge of the Sith.
0: But again, it depends on where they pick up that story. I mean, it could have been like right then and
1: there. You know, I I guess. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Right. I guess. Yeah, I guess I was. You know, assuming my mind based off absolutely nothing that this would have been. Well, not, not, Okay, yeah, well, you just blew my mind. Because I don't know why I was thinking. I was just, I, I don't know, automatically thinking 10 years after, uh, you know, or splitting the difference between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. But, yeah, I guess you're right. If uh, if it is, you know, within, what, two, maybe two to five years after our episode three, I guess that would work. I've been waiting for you, Obi-Wan. We meet again at last. The circle is now complete. When I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master.
0: I mean, imagine, imagine this confrontation where you know, Anakin slash Vader, you know, faces Obi Wan uh, as Darth Vader for the first time, and the and this is what we're getting, um, you know. I, again, I don't think it'll diminish what, what happened in, in, in A New Hope. I think, you know, we know that uh, that Obi-Wan knows that Darth Vader is Anakin. So how did that happen? I, I'm hoping to find out. This, this is going to be good. Well, yeah, we're
1: completely off topic from the Force. But uh, now that we're on this topic, <laughs> yeah. because, again, this is what we do. We're sitting around the lunch table discussing this stuff.
0: Only a master of evil, not.
1: Uh, it would. I would think it would have to be off-world from Tatooine, because if it is, like you say, uh, shortly after uh, Revenge of the Sith, I don't think uh, you know. If Vader knew Obi-Wan was on Tatooine, he's going to let them uh, let right. him chill there for another 20 years. So I think exactly. it has to be in a location other than Tatooine.
0: Yeah, I agree. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to that conversation. I think uh, you know. You've always said it on the podcast is a great time to be a star Wars fan. And, uh, speaking of star Wars fan, we've got one more Tim Tringle. Uh, he is, uh, talking about, uh, the force and how you see the past and the future. You mentioned Yoda's, uh, quote in the empire strikes back. This one is an interesting one to me because obviously, When The Empire Strikes Back came out and he had that line, you know, it was a little bit, uh, you know, mysterious. It was cryptic. We didn't know what was happening. And then all of a sudden, you know, Dave Filoni comes out with this uh, world between worlds. And we see, you know, people start to make a connection between, you know, Yoda being in the world between worlds and the line where he basically says, you know,
1: through the force, things you will see, other places, the future, the past. Old friends long gone.
0: Leia. So I find that very intriguing. I think Tim is on to something. I think uh, you know, being able to tap into that, uh very similar to Avar Chris and how she taps into the singing of the force. I think that's a very, very powerful statement. I think it's a very powerful way of uh, of really connecting to the Force, and I think that's really cool. I uh, I would love to see more of that in Star Wars. I'd love to see more of that in the lore uh, that has been introduced, uh, you know, and I, hopefully we will see a lot more of that. Uh, obviously, now that uh, Dave Filoni has graduated from animation to live action, uh, I'm really hoping to see if uh,
1: if maybe we can see a little bit more of that. I think we will, especially um, you mentioned the, the you know the events in the Mandalorian. I think we're going to see it the most now is with the High Republic, and what they do in the comic book series. Uh, and they sort of did this a few Dark Horse did this before they turned over uh, to Marvel. Um, you know, I think you're going to see it in the comic books where the current, say current quote unquote uh, storylines uh, are going to be tied into the High Republic storylines. So I think you're going to see Luke Skywalker tapping into a lot of the characters from the High Republic and uh, sort of learning from them uh, through the Force. So I think you're going to see a lot more. You might see it on screen some, but I think you're going to see a lot more in the high Republic and uh, in the, in the comic books, both the star Wars main storyline and maybe the Vader storyline as well. But uh, if you, the listener would like to uh, tap into the past, we have hashtag scarab replay. We mentioned Qui-Gon Jinn and how Liam Neeson would love to be on the Obi-Wan series. And of course, another person that loves Qui-Gon Jinn is none other than Claudia Gray. And Ro and I had the honor and the pleasure of speaking with her. Uh, was it may of last year i believe we talked with her it was
0: and very iconic it was may 25th
1: yeah. that's right that's right we made that our star wars day celebration um and so you know it's actually our pin tweet uh you can find at scare podcast on twitter and uh, wherever else you find uh, your favorite podcast take a look for that uh Look up Claudia Gray and that conversation we had with her. Uh, we talked about Qui-Gon Jinn. We talked about Obi-Wan. We mentioned Lost Stars uh, in, in the podcast, and she mentions all of that. So check that out and uh, listen in on our conversation with Claudia Gray on all those topics. Check us
0: out everywhere you find your other favorite Star Wars podcasts
1: on the Red 5 Network and beyond. Well, it has been a fantastic episode. Uh, We promised a fantastic one, and hopefully you agreed with us that it was. We went into the Force and dissected all the ways it's been used. But the bottom line is, um, you know, this is our first step into our larger world. And I think from here on out, we will see even more ways that the Force is being used, uh, ways that we previously couldn't have imagined. And that's why it's great to have uh, talented folks working on these uh, storylines, both in print and on screen. And uh, looking forward to seeing more ways that the force will be used in the future. Absolutely. And to
0: paraphrase everyone's favorite Gungan, mm, Maxi Big the Force. And that's the scuttlebutt. I went there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maxi Big the scuttlebutt. <laughs> All right, that was good Greetings listener, Just a reminder that the podcast you just heard is a proud member of the Red Five network family. red networkcom offers you a great variety of shows you'll be sure to love. So the next time you're itching for quality content, make sure you head over to redfivenetwork.com. You'll find this podcast along with a whole lot more. All Wings Report in. It's the Red Five network.